Hi, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Cole Soldwish. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on this fine July 6, 2018. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of everything digital news in the digital marketing space where we come at you live without a net every Friday. We recap everything that's happened while giving you commentary and insight and news that you can use. Here every Friday, we are filming and we will also be taking this and turning it into a podcast. So use your favorite podcast player and enjoy us in the audio only flavor. Absolutely. So make sure you follow along with our show notes today if you're watching us live. And if not, you can head over to marketingclock.com to catch all the links from today's show. Great. And first up this week, Snap Ads has major updates. And Snap Ads had been released and, and had some, some big updates and is a really nice platform for advertising in a self-serve format. And basically some new kind of improved what us traditional digital marketers have been looking for, they've brought into Ads Manager. And what I mean by that is a few things have been added about being able to now drive website conversions, having a Snap Pixel that's now available to everyone, showing ROAS reporting, or return on ad spend reporting, and also a conversion lift that tries to deal with some attribution issues. And, and so first off, in order to get these conversion metrics in place, there's the Snap Pixel that you can now download. And instead of choosing just awareness or something like that, you can now do awareness or conversions and then any of the other kind of items that they've got there, like app installs, traffic, engagement, video views. But with the website conversions, you can set your bid and set your goal to be either a pixel purchase, which is great for retailers, or pixel signups as well. So those are the two different ways that you can target based off of conversions, and this should be a really big benefit for anybody that's, that's advertising on, on Snapchat right now. Um, and then lastly, I talked about that conversion lift, and that's really their kind of look away from just traditional last click attribution. You know, how can they properly attribute what helped to lead to this, this sale? So again, this is available to everybody. You can go there in your Snap Business Manager. And again, it's the, in my opinion, the most beautiful ad system out there. And <laughs> setting something up is, is definitely a snap. Yeah, and I love the conversion lift because you know everybody just calls it whatever they want to, and everybody has a different <laughs> name for it. And I like how they're just automatically saying you're going to have that lift by just putting that attribution model out there. But we'll see how it plays out. Great. So next up, we have Google My Business. So if you're looking at your Insights tab when you're in the Google My Business interface, you'll see a new section, possibly. It's not rolled out to everybody yet, so you could keep checking if it's not there. But a, you will see user queries that are used to find your, your, uh, your whether it's your store or your local business. Um, so like I said, I haven't seen anything, any Google My Business account that I have access to. But, uh, but it, it brings back some insights that are getting harder and harder to find, looking at analytics reports, search console reports, and whatnot. So you know, you'll see queries that triggered it, whether um, you know, it's, it's people looking for generic terms like uh, digital marketing agency, or you know, they're look, also looking for agency near me, that kind of thing. So you see that, that ever more popular near me query in there, which is pretty cool. And uh, the, right now, the data is only maxing out at one month, but you know, we'd assume that that will grow as this tool kind of this you know lingers there and builds traction. So. Yep, and you can head over to Blumenthal's.com. Again, links are in the show notes to see what it looks like if you're listening to this on the audio version. 
And the one thing that we continually talk about, it feels like almost every other show or so, is some big addition that's come to my business mm-hmm. uh, for, for Google. And I think that this is really nice. And it's almost, again, a way that they're kind of circumventing the need for a website for some of these really, really small folks. Right. So you can see what's happening, um, how they're getting there, all the hours, you know, all the information that you need. Um, and again, it's, it's, it's something that you really want to be paying attention to if you're a local business. Yeah. It also makes it easier for someone who, you know, they just have, they just want to get people to their local store and they're not so concerned about their web version. Um, you know, it's just a really quick view where you don't have to dive in and learn analytics as much. You know, you can dive in and you can see a lot of information in a really quick kind of overview, which is great. Yep. And in a world where traditionally we get things taken away, <laughs> I love it where, you know, now on YouTube you can see these search queries that drove yep. to videos and this option to see this in, in my business is awesome. So yep. uh, check it out. Hopefully it'll be in my business uh, near Soon. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And last up, our main story this week for our main stories is some pretty big updates to just the overall Facebook platform APIs. And again, the recurring theme that we've seen at least through probably the since March here is Facebook and security. And they are launching a lot of different API updates uh, that are security related. And so a few of those things are, there's no more uh, Graph API Explorer apps. Um, it, starting again on July 2nd, they had depreciated that. So you're gonna have to do any kind of, if you've got your developers, you're gonna have to do test queries um, on your own access, uh, through your own access. And also, they're bringing back the ability to search Facebook pages, which is cool. So mm-hmm. you can do that now with the Pages API. Um, and then they're changing the marketing API as well. So again, if you've got anything where you're you know deep in, uh, you know, building on Facebook, now there's gonna be a simplified version where there's two tiers. There's the development tier and the standard tier, so there's no more like basic and standard tier. Um, So that's a little bit easier. And then lastly, there's anybody that's using the Facebook login with their apps, there's huge app review submission deadlines if you're going to be using Facebook login. Mm -hmm. And those deadlines are August 1st uh, to re-request any login permissions outside of email default. And then February 1st, 2019, um, if you're looking to do any lead ads uh, retrieval and any of those marketing APIs, so actually touching any of the, those mm-hmm. APIs I talked about earlier. Um, and the big picture here again is security. And there are, even this week there are some stories out there about uh, previous presidential names being banned <laughs> in uh, some Facebook ads. I know that, that Walmart had gotten shut down for trying to advertise bush beans and there yep. was a couple of landscapers that got, that got shut down. and. Even a, a waxing joint got shut down um, due to some of the, the previous presidential terms that they had used. And then other folks that were advertising with the word Clinton had also gotten that shut down too. So again, Facebook is no joke with some of these changes. And again, if you're using those APIs at all, um, definitely make sure that you're gonna be up to up to speed here come August. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now onto our lightning round. So Google had talked about some speed updates coming coming through here, and they clarified this a little bit more, talking about how this is only affect the slowest sites, those antiquated trains of the internet, <laughs> and how that you can incrementally improve, um, but if you're reasonably fast, there should be no issues here. So um, again, some people of course ask, what is reasonably right. fast, you know, is the 15 miles an hour of a train speed fast or is a you know 
they did not give a good answer. They said, we don't give a good answer for a reasonably fast, but you should be able to figure that out yourself. Um, so make sure that you're reasonably fast, and if you're super slow, one of the slowest sites, you're gonna be hit by this. Absolutely. So next up in the lightning round, we have uh, Google Data Studio. So Google Data Studio now has 16 months of search analytics data. So comparing that to Search Console, which only has 90 days, it's a big improvement in long-term data visibility and just sort of seeing uh, trends you know, for, for a couple months there instead of just three, so. Great, and on Instagram, there's now an, you're all caught up in the feed. And what this looks like is once you've seen everything and scrolled through, uh, you now get a little message here that shows that you're all caught up, you've, you've consumed everything. And there was something that was previously put out there by a few Googlers called time well spent with their apps. And, and they'd kind of try to look at it and say, hey, do you feel better once you've used this app or do you feel worse? And I thought that this was actually a really interesting thing that Instagram's put out and Facebook, Facebook has, has kind of been testing here. Do you want to just keep scrolling all day and feel bad that you use the app? Or do you have something like this where you say, oh yeah, I'm done. I can mm -hmm. get off here and feel good about my experience. So. Um, now that's actually called the Center for Humane Technology that was formerly time well spent, and it's humanetech.com, where they're pushing for um, better app usage and better, hum better interaction with technology. So um, maybe that had some play into this as well. I like it. Getting you up off the couch. Yep. <laughs> Another Instagram one. So they're testing questions and stories, which they already have. Uh, but basically, this is a new type of question. So instead of doing multiple choice where you can put yes or no, or nerpy or yerpy, as I like to do. Um, you can have some, some uh, long tail questions in there, or answers in there, so it leaves kind of a wide open window for your users to type back. So it seems to me like it's gonna end up in a lot of roasting, but I mean, I guess we'll see how that plays out. Okay, and now it is time for our must-read marketing article of the week, an article so thorough and robust that we just simply cannot cover it here. And today's article comes from Barbara May Lewis of the one and only Siege Media, and her article was about how to create sidebars that help SEO. And I thought that this was a good article just in general, not only from a, a search standpoint, but just from a sidebar standpoint as well. She had six things not to include, um, mm -hmm. some of the must-haves, and it just adds a whole new level of intentionality behind those sidebars. So if you're revamping your site or reconsidering um, a redesign, definitely check this out. It's a great source for anything to do with sidebars. Thanks for that. And that officially does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock and you have been all caught up with your news. You can catch all of the content on marketing o'clock or in the descriptions below and make sure that you subscribe so that you can not miss any of the awesome action here every Friday. See you later.